Hello, this is Richie. Welcome to this week's Augusta Only Podcast, where I review AEW or other other news. And today, Thursday, I will review AEW Dynamite Dark and the women's Japanese bracket. Yeah, last week I had my grandma passed away. We went to her wake, then her funeral, so I wasn't here last week. So I'm here for for this week, this Thursday. So let's start with the AEW Japanese bracket. It's May Suregu versus Yuka Sakasaki. Here's the thing: the recap for this bout is gonna be choppy. The stark contrast in wrestling style was a shock to the system. It, it actually left me in a sense of bewilderment. The action was a bit cartoonish, but it still featured serious moves. So let's get to the beginning. Surugu had a moth wings as part of her entrance outfit. Sakasaki used a familiar Magic Girl Genie attire. They were dramatic sequences of all the submissions. Yeah, mm-hmm. Sakasaki was able to reach the ropes for a break. Mm-hmm. Sakasaki scored another blitz of offense with a snap me a rolling to kick Sarugu in the face. A low lariat followed by Oh Ho Ho Slam. Scalper basically clarified side outburst to mean Norlight's bomb. Sensei victory. Sasaki finished Sarugu with a 40-50 splash off the ropes. And that was the match. It was a really good cartoonish, but a good match. We got to Veni versus Ima Sakura. Veni entered her wearing a Kamino previously belonged to Hana Kimiru. It was gifted to Veni by Hana's mother. Sakura wore a skirt with a royal crown a row. In my opinion, this looked a lot better than her Freddie Mercury tribute fishing trousers. Sakura opened with versus Mongolian chops and neck and ears. The fiscality continued with hair whips and scurfing board submissions. Veni came back with chops. Mm-hmm. The match progressed as an extremely competitive affair. Vinny was first to almost secure victory on big kicks and a shotgun shot kick, but Sakura got her shoulder up before the three. Like, Sakura swiftly transitioned to a dragon sleeper. She wrenched hard as Vinny was close to passing out. Sakura was let go of the submission and the match with a tiger driver. So afterwards, the two shook hands and Vinny slashed Sakura across the face. It was a competitive good match between student and teacher. Now we got Maki Ito versus Ryo Mizunami. Ito was billed as the cutest in the world. She is a former a former singer, I think. She was kicked out of Japan. I don't know. She rocked her way to the ring with song and dance. Ito is definitely a star. Mizuni wore gun glasses, a long fairy coat. She had charisma as well as in a badass way. She's basically going to be the female Kazucha Okada in my book. In the early going... Ito demanded with bravery to receive a strike, so Zumi Ogaj Ito dropped to a mat upon contact, crying as a ploy to play possum. The, the start of the bout features slower pace with these types of theoretics. Both women exchanged vicious forearm blows back and forth. Ito fired away fury. However, the end result was easily pounding Ito down to the mat. Ito's claim to fame. Wrestling fans are notoriety hard-headed. She railed back with her headbutts and Mizuni crumbled. Tony was on attack with a DT and swinging the out of the corner. Mizuni kicked out of the pin. So Mizuni transitioned to a head and arm triangle. Zuni rolled around to be forced to make Itoto tap down in pain. This was a good match. I was sad. I was sad for Tumi, but Itoi, but 
Now, she'll be in AEW eventually. Aja Kong versus Rina Kaido Kura. Kaido Kura came out wrestling a pro wrestling way tag the title on her race. Kong had a towel over her head with a stool in hand, appeared out of prize fighting gimmick. On the on Kong's way to the ring, she eyed Sheeta at the Japanese commentary table. Once the bell sound ball sound, Kando Kura charged in with a drop cast strike. The attack has no effect on Kong as she shrugged off. Kato Kuru ran the ropes in a clothesline. Kong followed with a Kato Kuru. Mm-hmm. Yep. The match ended when when like when Kong crushed Kato Kuro with a back L drop driver and one more clothesline and ambulance arrow drop extinguished Kato Kuro's flame. Kongo Khan had her hand raised in victory. So, and the show eventually closed with an update bracket for 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 last night's Wednesday match between Serena D versus Rio, which I will get to that in a dynamite review. But next, I will review AEW Dark, so stay tuned, and just stay tuned for it. And we're back. Let's review AEW Dark. John Moxley defeats John Cruz. Taya Conti defeated Vert Vixen. Eddie Kingston defeated Aaron Solo. Power Hobbs Hubs defeated Ryzen. Shanna vs. defeated Renee Michelle. Ricky Stars defeated Casey Navarro. Alex Reynolds John Silver defeated Eric James and VSK. Fugel Dussel defeated, I mean, Nick Camarado defeated Fugel Dussel. Brandon Cutler defeated Mysterioso. Bear Country defeated Chaos Project. The Butcher Blade defeated Jake St. Patrick and St. Scott. Jurassic Express defeated Baron Black and John Skyler. We had some debuts as well. We had the debut of Renee Michelle, who is the wife of a Rockstar Spud. The debut of Eric James. And we had the debut of New Japan's Mysterioso. And basically, yep, that is AEW Dark. I'll g- I'm gonna give you the the eight. I will finish the retake. Here is my opinion, AEW Dark, for the whole episode. My opinion. But first, let me give you something about Renee Michelle, Spud's wife. She did pretty well in her debut. Sold Shaz offense very well. Especially the Lariat got our own stuff pretty well. Well, shame our finisher, I guess. I hope she sticks around and gets more opportunities. Well, because Renee has always been a fantastic seller. Shannon should probably do a regular German at Future Titan Dragon Suplex to land it smoothly. I think it's more case for opponents and her don't want to land clean and assist on her neck. Brian's on her arms to break that fall. Shannon does a beautiful tire dragon suplex. I think it's a matter of both part not wanting to risk injury on the receiver. And here is my review. This was an interesting episode, dark episode. This was the debut of Romain Michelle, Mysterioso, Sage Sa, and Eric James. They were they did their jobs. 
That's what Skate Scott. Well, outside of Reddit, I re- outside of Reddit, basically, mm-hmm, there it was a typical squash match, and they were good. Here's another fact you didn't know. Eric was Lana's first husband and Lana Bobby Lashley's wedding from last Raw 2019. I also run the W... I mean... It was about his WWE appearance back then. Something. And... Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. All four Russell had worked for Creator Pro Wrestling at the same time. Overall, it was a good match to watch. I hope we see Adrenaline Express team up again after this episode. So, it was a good episode. It was straight for AEW Dark, so... I'll see you later on for the AEW Dynamite review. I mean, like... Coming up next is the AEW review, Dynamite review, so stay tuned for it. And you'll enjoy. Alright, so... I'll be back. And stay tuned for the AEW Dynamite review. Alright, we're now going to review the AEW Dynamite review. And we're going to do it. Here are the matches for Dynamite. Hangman Hardy versus TH2. Women's Eliminator Tournament. Serena D versus Riho. Orange Cassidy versus Luther. Young Bucks versus Satan and Ortiz. FTR versus Mac and Mike Seidel. Moxley, Archer, Phoenix versus Kingston, Butcher and the Blade. And they all good, pretty good matches. The segments were good. Sting was powerbombed by by Brian Cage and much more. Let's get to it. Let's start. All right. Like Matt got, grabs the mic and follows his pin on TH2. He gets Hangman some cheers. Say you look like a million bucks out there, and he's excited because Hangman's gonna make a lot of money. He's getting thirty percent. Matt is very proud, happy. Adam sign. Hangman takes the mic. He says, "Maybe you weren't paying attention, but I always keep it. But I always keep an extra set of papers in my jacket." Matt is shocked. Hangman has the Jaguars mascot come out. Apparently, Hangman's legal representative. The contest for representation for Matt. Hangman versus Hardy. If Matt loses, Hangman gets all his earnings from. Q1 2021. Matt calls Hangman a bamboozling carny. Matt says, okay, you put something on all your money from Q1. It's official money match. Suddenly, Jags mascot turns to Isaiah. The TSU jumps and everyone gets to kill Hangman when Dark Lord rushes the fight and went off. Finally, gets some big shots on Matt. Eventually, everyone runs off. Hangman looks very pleased to see his true friends here and look genuinely happy. Marvez is in my inner circle of PMP. They're very excited for the first for Talos Fest in 2019. MJS said Sam crossed the line last week. MJS laughed shades the fact that the camera was recording. Jericho tells MJ to shut shut up. Everyone knows what MJF was doing. Jericho congratulates MJF on succeeding in his dumb plan. But actually, it was Sammy's fault mostly. He should have never quit because now he's dead to Jericho. He never wanted to hear Sammy's name again. He said PMP is bringing gold back to Inner Circle. Another trainer segment on the baseball court, Shaq and Jay. It's about the same as last time. So the match will be probably worth it between Shaq, Jade, and Cody and 
Red Velvet. Taz come out with Hook and Ch- Cage. The announce booze the fuck out of them. Taz says Sting uses snow powers to fuck up the weather for everyone in Texas. He asks for Sting to come out and there he is. Taz says step to the ring. What that is the worst thing he ever done. And he says that Sting loses that bad. He's done. Sting tosses it away. He drops the jacket. Sting jumps Cage and a brawl breaks out. Cage powerballs. The segment ends with him and wrecked. So we finally see Cage powerbombing Sting in a segment. So we finally see Sting getting physical. And that's a good thing. In order, I don't know what it is. So Eddie cut a promo for those of us out there that doesn't get it. He said the quest this match. Lance have been bothering him since the Battle Royal. Phoenix is a waste of space. He didn't even want Phoenix. He had to pay for his sins against the family. Eddie said Moxley's the demon. He must purge. He can't drink him away. He has to do it by beating him. Marvaz, aka Officer Bart Brady, walks into a dinner garden classroom where Kenny is reading a book to the class children, young bucks on biography. The kids after the books are in love based on their very beautiful cover photo. Kenny reads a segment about Jericho Mega fighting the Wrestle Kingdom. Kyle says Uncle Kenny has to go. Marvaz looks in on the rage they can't ask any questions and wastes teleporting here for nothing. Kyle makes because I play with the kids, and all kids say they hate it and beat the fuck out of him. Kyle escorts Kenny away, and they say can no longer be associated with this segment. We get Inner Circle rushes the ring after the Bucks get their win. Yes, the Inner Circle lost after the Bucks got the victory. Kenny and the Good Birds are backstage. Kenny wants to help, but Callus won't let him. Color comes out, but Hager kills him. The Good Birds come out, crawl, Inner Circle bails. Jericho confronts the Bucks' parents who are ringside. Angela gets bleep for about 10 seconds. Brian says she misses us so much and wishes to have some fun. They did a gender reveal party live on Dynamite. Cody doesn't know what she says because Cody has a big mouth. They announced a girl. Then Cody joins commentary as FTR enter for their match. Who have returned after being suspended due to kidnapping and torture of a child. Doc Samson come to check out Mycelle. They, they go to cut his hair. When the lights go dark, we see a luchador's mask. He has grown his horns back. Jurassic Express tail whipped FTR and killed him. And FTR got the win against Mike and Matt Seidel. Maxley addresses Kingston. He says Eddie always has stick up his ass. Mox said he kicked Eddie's ass as many times it takes him to fuck off. He talks about his magic Kenta and Nyoja. He said after he's coming for Kenny and getting the belt back, as long as it takes to sell the score, you still my crosshairs. It's about time to pull the trigger. Moxley gets the mic after the match. Before he can talk, he gets jumped by the group brothers. And Kenny emerges and without a junkyard behind it. Mox looks pathetic. Kenny and Mox rematch the sign for Revolution because they they contrast like rematch clause. Instead, Kenny has to pick the match, so it's gonna be exploding barbed wire death match. So, all right, the match was pretty good. the The whole show was pretty good. All right, overall, I it is a good. It was a pretty good show. Out of respect, basically. There was good matches. Well, the best match is actually Rio versus Saria Deeb. It was a great match. Oh, it's Saria. Oh yeah, Rio got the victory against Saria Deeb. It was a straightforward match, and you know I really loved it. I think Rio is probably gonna win. So I'm hoping so. 
that is my review for Dynamite. Stay tuned for next week. Next week for next Monday's AEW Women's Eliminator Tournament review. So see you there. Bye.